Welcome to Life Concierge Podcast. Allow me to introduce you to people you can relate to, learn from, and connect with through conversations that are fun, yet grounded in truth, growth, and perspective. I'm your concierge, Sarah Heider. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and Happy New Year. I hope everyone has enjoyed a great holiday season and is looking forward to starting a new year. I can't believe it's 2022, which means we're right on the heels of celebrating Life Concierge Podcast's one-year anniversary. Thank you to all of our listeners who've been along for the ride, and of course, welcome to any new listeners who may be starting out the year by adding a new podcast to their rotation. Today's episode is all about bullet journaling. Bullet journaling was one of my first episodes last year and was actually one of the most popular. I was honored that I received so many messages from people saying that they started a bullet journal after listening to the podcast. To those listeners, I hope that you loved bullet journaling this year and will continue to do so. And to anyone who hasn't done a bullet journal before, I hope you find this episode to be helpful in building one. If this is your first bullet journal and you have no idea what a bullet journal even is, be sure to check out my second episode of Life Concierge podcast from last February for a more general explanation. And if you're interested in seeing what bullet journal tools I use and recommend, be sure to follow Life Concierge Podcast on Instagram and use the link in bio to find all of the links to the products that I use and recommend. Reflecting back on my 2021 bullet journal, my first bullet journal, I'm so glad that I have memories from the year all recorded in one place. I have to admit that when the vaccines rolled out and it was summertime here in Ohio, I went a little rogue with my bullet journal and also neglected it some as well, but I'm totally okay with that. And flipping back through the pages now, I actually came back to the journal and used it more than I thought I did this summer. I love flipping through the pages and seeing my seating chart for my birthday party, a packing list for a cross-country road trip, and of course, podcast episode brainstorms. I think of it sort of like a camera roll, but for your thoughts instead of what you're seeing. And like Casey Musgrave says in her camera roll song, so much you don't know that you've forgotten. And that's definitely how I feel looking back through my bullet journal. And I think that's one of the things that I love about the bullet journal is that you really make them your own. You create them as you go and you can use them for what you need in the exact moment. Last winter, I was so dedicated to my bullet journal. I marked off every workout I did, tracked every movie I watched, but we were still in the height of the pandemic without vaccines. And I live in Ohio and I'm not the biggest fan of the cold weather. So I was spending a lot of time inside and it was much easier to do my bullet journal. And it was truly a hobby and something I looked forward to. Fast forward to summer, I abandoned some of my lists for sure and didn't get all of my weekly agendas to follow, but I love that I still use it for fun events that were going on in my life. Then this fall, uh, things got a little bit more hectic for me juggling both professional and personal responsibilities, so I returned to my bullet journal in a more traditional sense, and every Sunday, I would make my weekly agenda, including my workouts that I wanted to complete and my meals that I wanted to eat to help me feel organized at such a busy time. And that's the beauty of a bullet journal. No one has laid out strict guidelines for you. If you forget to track anything for a month, there's truly no blank July calendar staring you in the face. You can always start again, even if you take a little break. 
So now it's 2022 and it's officially time to break out the new bullet journal, which actually brings up that you can start a bullet journal whenever you'd like. It could be a random time um, that you want to start one, or it could be uh, that you start one every year on your birthday, which is something I've thought about. I happened to learn about bullet journals right before the new year, so I'll probably stick with this pattern for a while. Okay, so new year, new bullet journal. I'm keeping some things I liked, ditching some things I didn't from my 2021 journal. So starting with picking a bullet journal for the new year, I loved the size of my bullet journal last year because it was substantial enough and hardback and bound, but I could also fit it into most of my bags and purses so I could take it with me where I needed to and have access to it almost everywhere. I also find having attached ribbon bookmarks are extremely helpful in dividing up the sections or themes of the journal, so I highly recommend purchasing one with the ribbon bookmarks already attached. Also, one that has an elastic band around it that helps keep it closed makes it way easier to transport without worrying that your pages will get caught on anything or get crumpled. Other than that, I encourage you to follow your gut and find one that you like the cover of, one that you like the colors of. I like to keep mine on my coffee table so that I remember to work on it and have easy access to it. So I like mine some, to be something that complements my decor of my home and is just something I kind of like to have on display. An addition that I can't believe I didn't think of before was putting my contact information in the journal somewhere. I never thought of this until a woman in a bullet journaling Facebook group I'm in actually lost her bullet journal at the grocery store and she checked back at the store multiple times. No one claimed to find it or I guess someone threw it away, but she said she did not have any contact info in her journal. When you think about a bullet journal and how sometimes you might put more vulnerable secrets or wishes inside, it's hard to think about putting your name with it in case someone found it. But at the same time, if you lost it, you would want it to be returned. So my first page is my name, my email address, and my Instagram handle. I wanted people to be able to easily contact me whatever way was easiest for them. I also put 2022 on the first page, realizing that nowhere in my journal from the last year did I actually put the year. Uh, so I've gone back and added that. So I know 10 years from now when it's from, um, I just put the months and days. And then I also put a quote on the first page, a quote that I found that I liked, take every chance you get in life because some things only happen once. I also put a table of contents, even though my bullet journal doesn't have numbered pages, I think it will still help uh, me in knowing which pages are in which order and not to get too overly nostalgic, but I think when maybe I look back through these pages a few years or 10 years from now, it'll be helpful to make sure I don't skip over any pages that I would want to revisit. So I did this in 2021 and I'm doing it again in 2022, a manifest list. This year I made space for six goals slash dreams to manifest because six is my favorite number. Now looking back on my 2021 page, I actually feel pretty good about the manifesting I did this year um, and what I wanted at the beginning of the year and how it's turned out now. But I am sort of over manifesting if I'm being completely honest. And I felt like for this year, I needed to put some structure around my manifesting. So for each of my manifest goals, I have two action items to complete to get to those goals. I like this because even if I don't hit my huge goal, 
like becoming a famous podcaster, I can put two steps toward that goal that are attainable. So when the next year comes and maybe I'm not a famous podcaster, I can at least feel good that I took those steps. And ultimately, hopefully those steps are actually helping me get there. I hate to be so rigid around my manifest page and put too much structure to it, but my manifest page is really mostly attainable goals in some sense. But this year I did make a secret page where I put things that I would categorize more as wishes versus goals that are things that I can't really control or maybe take too much action on. But if they come true, would sort of make up what I envision for my dream life being. So some of my other pages in the journal actually correlate with my manifest list. So one of my manifest goals is to grow my social media following. I have a page in my journal dedicated to setting a monthly goal for social media, whatever feels relevant as a goal at the time, and then room for notes on the progress that I'm making. I'm also using my journal to store my brainstorm and content planning for Life Concierge podcast. So I have a page that's divided into all 12 months where I'm going to write down ideas for content. For example, um, and none of these are booked, so don't get your hopes up yet, but for Valentine's Day, I've always wanted to have a dating coach or relationship therapist, and before the change of the season, I'd love to have a fashion and beauty check-in on ideas to inspire people's looks. So those are some of the things that are going on to that monthly breakdown. One of the pages from my 2021 journal that I admittedly abandoned, but was honestly working really well for a long time was my workout page. I purchased a stamp from Amazon that gives you the outline for a monthly daily check box. Again, make sure you check out Life Concierge podcast Instagram for these links. And I did a great job filling it out the first Uh, part of the year. I'm going to use the same tracking system where I mark each day that I work out and I'm going to categorize my workouts as well. So a 30 minute workout gets a pink dot, a 45 minute workout gets an orange dot, a 60 minute workout gets a teal dot. And if I did a walk with my dog with ankle weights on, aka my favorite workout in the world, I get a navy dot. I love this because it motivates me and validates me getting a workout in and just getting moving, even if it's for a smaller amount of time or not as intense. I've been reading about how people often fail with creating habits because their attitude is too all or nothing. So I like that I can look at this and be kinder to myself if I'm just in the mood to go for a walk because I'm still working toward my fitness goals. I also do want to shout out um, Obey Fitness. That's O-B-E Fitness. You might have seen it on ads on Instagram. It has been a game changer me in my consistency of workouts, and I encourage you to visit their Instagram page. They have some deals going on for um, like a free month or something like that on Instagram right now, and I encourage you to check that out. A new page I have added to my journal is a recipe page. This is not for writing down major recipes or anything, but for the ones that I use over and over again that are super easy. So one example of this would be a salad dressing that I sort of uh, made up after looking at many salad dressing recipes. That's just apple cider, vinegar, honey Dijon, and olive oil, but I can never remember the measurements I'm supposed to use. Um, And that is something that I'll add so that I can just refer to that quickly instead of scrolling through Pinterest, trying to figure out what I had put together for that salad recipe. 
A returning page from 2021 is the clothes purchase page, which I've reframed as wardrobe investments for 2022. I'm keeping this mostly the same, tracking the description of the item, brand, the original cost of the item, the discounted price of the item, because you know I am the sale queen, and the reason for the purchase. I can know if I plan to wear it to something specific, if I just need it for a night at Lindy's, if it's just because, and I'm hoping that that might help control my spending a bit. I'm also dedicating another couple of pages to shows, movies watched, and books read. Here's hoping for more on the books read page this year, but I did add another method to my book list. I'm writing down all the books I start, including audiobooks, and then once I finish, they get a check mark. I find this helpful because I sometimes bounce around um, or I listen to books like Dr. Bruce Perry and Oprah's book, What Happened to You, which is so heavy. Um, and it's going to take me a long, long time to get through that because I have to take breaks from it. So those are my ongoing pages for right now. So now it's time to get to the monthly, weekly pages. I didn't do this last year, but I'm going to try laying out a page that's a big picture look at the month, much like you might see in a traditional planner. I don't plan on filling it in with every little meeting, but with more of the fun things or the important things. But I think it might be helpful to have a big picture look at what's going on for those 30 slash 31 days. Then I have a weekly page that breaks down each day. This is what I started doing this fall every Sunday to try to go into the week as organized as possible. So each day's breakdown includes the workout I want to do that day, if there is one, what I plan to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, as well as my major daily tasks for the day. Something I'm adding to each day is writing down three things I'm grateful for. I keep seeing this on Instagram posts about how this can help you feel more positive, express more gratitude, obviously, and maybe calm some anxiety. So I'm going to try that out across the page from the daily breakdown is just a blank page for a running to-do list. I love having a weekly to-do list that includes both professional and personal to-dos and whatever doesn't get done that week can easily be transferred to the next page. So that is a simple look at what my bullet journal looks like this year. I'm really excited about it. I think I have a lot of attainable pages that will help keep me on track to obtain the goals that I hope to reach this year, as well as bring some fun and happiness into my life. So I'm super excited about it. I've added some fun stickers this year that I'll put links to as well. Um, and I'm excited to, to get creative and start tracking things in my bullet journal. Before I sign off, I want to refer back to that quote that I shared that's in the front of my bullet journal. Take every chance you get in life because some things only happen once. I love this quote because as much as we can think ahead of all of the great things that could happen this year, I think sometimes it's easy to think ahead and also think of, you know, what might not work out, what you might not be able to obtain this year. So I think just keeping in mind that you should take every chance you get, even if it doesn't turn out the way that you think it's going to, and just be easy on yourself because you know going into taking those chances that you had the best intentions. Thanks for listening to this episode. Happy 2022. I can't wait to see what this year holds for our journey on Life Concierge Podcast. We'll see you soon. 
Thank you for listening to Life Concierge Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps and you won't miss an episode when you subscribe. Catch all the latest from Life Concierge Podcast and follow at Life Concierge Podcast on Instagram. You can also visit the website lifeconciergepodcast.com to learn more, leave a note, or recommend a topic or guest for an upcoming episode. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.